Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for tuning in to this live broadcast and uh, I want to welcome the Remnant Warriors. Welcome Gideon's 300. Uh, today this is going to be the podcast because it's been one of those days where I'm on the road and it's a super busy day, but I wanted to give you some updates. I haven't really been too involved with what's going on in Arizona today, so I will tell you I haven't heard any new updates from last night really, anything groundbreaking other than things are continuing, which is a good sign. Uh, I haven't heard any breaking news. Maybe you have, uh, but I've been on the road and in meetings for most of the day. But I, um, I, have, uh, I am excited though. Uh, and I will tell you from a spiritual standpoint, I'm excited to see what God is doing in our country. And I, I wanna make sure that we you know, stay balanced and um, you know, we remember and we recall that this is a nameless, faceless movement. What do I mean by nameless, faceless? Is, is that we can never allow it to be about pride or a ministry name or a person. You know, uh, we have a propensity to do that in the body of Christ. You know, what we see an anointing or we see uh, somebody that's moving in the gifts and we, you know, it becomes like the new, what I call the new it person. You know, there's, and I'm sure those of you that have been serving the Lord for a while, you probably understand what I'm talking, the new it person. And I never want to be the new it person. I never want to be that because I want to make sure that I'm always pointing back to Jesus. He is the author and finisher of our faith, and he is the one that brings the anointing. And I will just tell you right now, Pastor Todd could do nothing without the Lord. I've tried to uh, to preach somewhere, and I recall uh, doing something in the flesh. You know, not not anything bad. Don't get me wrong, but I just I just wasn't in the spirit. And I got up and tried to preach and it was like, I hit like a brick wall, this is many years ago. And the Lord showed me like, you can't do anything without making sure you're in the anointing and you're right before the Lord. And so, you know, I wanna always make sure to, to speak about that because it's critical and important that in Christ, that it's always about him. It's not about a name, it's not about a person, it's not about a ministry. It's about being about him, you know, to know him and to make him known. And to be about the Great Commission, you know, go and then make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways of the Lord. This is, this is the answer for America. The answer for America is not in politics. And I know you say, what are you talking about? You're always talking about things that are political issues. Well, honestly, to me, and I'm just going to be candid with you, they're more spiritual than they are political. What we've done is we've brought certain issues that are spiritual into the political arena, there are conversations that are happening, you know, about the future of our nation and what direction we're gonna go. And so it appears as though they're political in nature. But, you know, if you really look at them from a biblical lens and we think about it, these are spiritual issues. They're not political issues. They're, there's spiritual issues that have been brought into the political conversation. And so they, they, they appear as though they're, they're political. But the reason why you know, we believe that pastors should be talking about these things from the pulpit is because they're spiritual. I mean, when you talk about gender, you know, and the conversation about gender right now, I mean, it's honestly, and I'm sure you guys probably feel like this. Sometimes I really, I'm like, are we really having this conversation? Like, is this really a conversation right now that we have to have where people are thinking that they're actually another gender than what they were born and people are doing gender reassignment surgeries and they're taking hormones and all that. I mean, to think about that, that that's actually a real conversation that we're having 
and, and there's people that are extremely pa passionate about this to the point also where social media and you know media in general will literally cut you off censor you attack you say you're crazy say you're um you're full of hate if you even mention this but this is a common sense issue it's a fundamental belief it's a fundamental issue god made male and female and, and this is just one of many many different issues that are the now you know what are being called political but they're not political and so uh, you know, I was on Clay Clark's show earlier today. I don't know when it's going to air, but we were talking about this. And, uh, and, you know, he was asking about, you know, some of these things. And I said, you know, people think that, like, I'm in politics. I am not in politics. In fact, I don't even like politics. Let me just be candid and real with you. I, I am all about preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. My life, what God's done in my life is he saved me. He set me free. You know, uh, he delivered me from a bunch of bondage and, and, and bad things that I was caught up with in the world. And, and what I mean by bondage is strongholds and things that God has delivered me from addictions, different things over the years. And I had to fight for my healing. It was, it's a process. And I'm sharing this with you because I think it's time that we have these types of conversations, you know, where we're, we're talking about what does it actually take to get healed? What does it actually take to get delivered? What does it actually, how, people are saying, how does this happen? How do I get delivered? What we're dealing with right now, and we have to take back the conversation, is a spiritual issue. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to put it into other, you know, silos. Like it's it's a medical situation or it's a political situation. No, it's not. It's spiritual. And if the church was doing our job and doing it correctly, we wouldn't necessarily be having these issues. If we were the head and not the tail... And we were actually talking about these things. But what's happened is there's parts of the word of God, the Bible, parts of it where people are now afraid to speak about these things that are in the Bible because they feel they're too controversial. And I think this is the, the game plan of the devil. This is the enemy is, is that he is, he is, this is exactly what he's trying to do. He wants to put fear in pastors' hearts, fear in Christians' hearts, where, where they feel like, hey, if I even talk about this, I could be canceled. I could be attacked. I could be called out. And this is the type of stuff that people are being, you know, put fears now coming into the heart of the saints. And we have to understand it's, it's more evident than ever before when we look at what's happening, especially with what just happened in our country this last year, is with this, this fear campaign of the enemy. And when you think about what the scripture says, what places fear have with love, perfect love casts out fear. Well, now it makes more sense to me in my walk, because as we're seeing people that are that are Christians. I believe they're Christians too. But they're but they're unfortunately they're riddled with fear and fear is guiding them and fear is causing them to make certain decisions and fear is causing certain pastors that are probably really good pastors but unfortunately the fear is causing them not to speak out on certain issues and and, and so we have to think about should we fear God or man because there is a healthy kind of fear and that's when you fear God. I'm not talking about we're scared of God necessarily. I'm talking about we honor God in such a way that we're more concerned about what God is saying to us and more concerned about what God thinks of us than what man thinks. And when we get to that, that's a very freeing place. You, you, you're now free. And the Bible says, who the Son sets free is free indeed. Well, talking about being free indeed is that you're freed now to walk in the fullness of the calling and anointing that God's put on you as a remnant warrior, as an end time believer and people say was well, it the end times well i don't know if it's the actual end times but certainly the hour is late 
you know, I think we're at least in the birth pangs period. I believe we're about to see a great revival and a great move of God. And, and this is where it's, it's causing Christians to have to go outside of the mainstream corporate media and the narrative of, of all the people that are walking in flesh and that are looking through eyes of flesh and are looking through eyes of fear and they're wanting government to be the solution. You know, government, will you help me? Government, will you send me money? You know, government, will you protect me? Well, that should never be the stance of a Christian. A Christian should look at it and say, the Lord is my defense and I shall not be moved like a tree that is planted by the water. And so God is, is connecting, raising up, um, you know, bringing the remnant together. And, it, and it's a like-minded message because what he's showing us is, is that we can't fear and we can't let discouragement grow root in our heart. And we can't, you know, when they first did my first, they, the first hit piece, I will say, uh, in the mainstream news about me, I was shocked. I mean, I was like, wow, like, first of all, you know, I don't even know why they would care about what I'm saying. I mean, really? Like, they're going to do a story on me? Like, I thought, you know, why would they do a story on me? You know, but they did. And then all of a sudden I started getting all these emails and all this hate mail. And I was like, what is going on? I mean, it, it can be a little overwhelming. And I think that's what a lot of people fear is, is like, you know, all of a sudden you're put in like the public eye and there's a bunch of people that hate you and they attack you. And, you know, you have to deal with all this, you know, security threats and things like that. And people think, my gosh, I don't want to deal with any of that. You know, and so, and so what they do is they say, instead, I'm just going to be quiet and try to fly under the radar. And I'm going to let these other people that are out there, they can fight the battle for me, you know? And, but that's not the, that's not the answer. That's not the solution. The solution is, is that we all need to get on the field and play. We all need to get on the field in this battle that we're in and understand the battle, which is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. This, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. So when we understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, they're mighty in the spirit of living God. And we have to understand that the battle is not against flesh and blood. Okay, we understand the battle. We understand what it is. It's not against flesh and blood. It's not against the mainstream media. It's not against the people that are attacking us and people that are speaking out. What it's actually against is strongholds and principalities. And so God has given us authority to trample on the scorpions and demons and, and you know, given us authority to drive out and to cast out the demonic that's trying to attack our nation and our world. So once we understand who we are in Christ and our identity and the, and the fact that we're able to not only stand, but win and push back and, and really be overcomers and, and walk in victory. Wow. It's, it's mind blowing to see, oh my gosh, the God of heaven and earth is my defense. He's standing with us. He's with us. He goes before us. He anoints us. He gives us joy and peace that passes understanding and, and strength and all the things that we need to, to fight this battle. You know, when we put on the full armor of God, all the different things that we're going to need to stand and to be anointed in this battle and to fight and not to grow weary in doing good. So when we understand all these different things, we put it into perspective because in the, in the beginning, if you think about what the devil's been doing since the Garden of Eden, is he's been trying to convince us. He's a, he's really a master marketer, the devil. I mean, he's like the first marketer, if you think about it. Because what did he do to Eve? He tried to convince Eve, well, did God surely tell you that you will die? You know, if you, if you eat that fruit, right? So that's what he was doing was is that he was, you know, marketing to her. Like, you know, and that's what he's doing now is he's marketing to us through a fear campaign to say, well, you're going to, you're going to, you know, maybe this will happen to you. Maybe you'll be attacked. Maybe you'll lose your finances. Maybe you'll be thrown in jail, all these different things. And so what that does is it silences many people. 
because they think, oh my gosh, I better be quiet because the few that are out there that are fighting, that are standing, they're getting attacked and look at their lives. I better not get involved. And that's what happened in Nazi Germany. And that's what happened in many of these communist takeovers over the years is that there was a small group. Now, what I believe is gonna be different about what's happening in America, and I've said this many times, is that this nation was founded on the principles of the word of God. This is a Christian nation. Um, there have been people that have tried to declare and decree that it's no longer a Christian nation, but, but I believe it is a Christian nation that was dedicated to the Lord. And so what we can do is we can go back to the foundation, the fundamental, uh, what was the founding fathers of this nation? What did they say? Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, inalienable rights given to us, not by government, but by God. These are God-given rights. And so we understand our identity. Let's just recap real quick. We're, we're, we're not of this world. You know, we're not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven. Uh, we've come to overcome the things of this world by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit. God is with us and goes before us. He says he will never leave us, he'll never forsake us, and guess what? He's with us even until the end of the age. So he's not leaving us, he's not forsaking us, he's with us even until the end of the age. This is a Christian nation. People say separation of church and state, separation of church and state, okay, let's go there. It was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church from Thomas Jefferson, the letter that was saying that we're gonna stay out of the church. Not that the church is gonna stay out of government. So here we are, we're walking in the authority of the Lord. We're a Christian nation dedicated to God. There's a righteous remnant in this nation that's praying and seeking the heart of the Lord. He's bringing the remnant together. People are standing, they're speaking truth boldly and unafraid. They're not gonna be canceled because the truth sets the captive free. More people are waking up. So is God done with America? No, he's not done with America. And this then brings me to the logical conclusion which I believe is a spiritual conclusion, is, is that if he's not done with America, that means he's about to move. And if he's about to move, what is he gonna do? I believe a great revival. I believe a great awakening. I believe it's completely opposite of what the media and the world and the enemy are trying to tell us. Oh my gosh, America's done. Oh my gosh, you're finished. You're gonna be canceled. You're gonna be, you know, your money's gonna be taken away. You're gonna have no, no way to make an income. You're gonna be maybe thrown in jail. You know, all these different things. And, and, but, but what is God saying? What is God saying to his remnant church? Is he telling us that it's done? Is he telling us it's over? Is he telling us that he's forsaken us? Is he, is he telling us that he's, he's taken away the anointing? No, he's saying, press in. He's saying, press in, get on fire for me. Get in my word. This is not, there's no political solution that's the answer. Then what is the answer? It's a spiritual solution. Who is the answer? Jesus, the Christ. By the way, his last name isn't Christ. It's not Jesus Christ like Todd Coconato. It's Jesus, the Christ. He's the Christ. He is the foundation. You know, he is the answer. He is the author and the finisher. The beginning and the end, he's the word. The word is living. It hasn't changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's given us the authority. Lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed. Hallelujah. You know, so I am excited because we are occupying, we are standing, and the remnant body of Christ has the authority in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit to, to push back against the evil and the wicked agenda. And my goodness, it is high time. It is high time. So if there's a pastor or a church 
that you may be attending and they're they're saying well we only preach certain parts of the bible we don't preach the full gospel we don't preach the full bible or they're saying uh you know you know don't get political and they they stay out of these big huge uh elephants in the room and and they're not even addressing them maybe you need to pray is the lord saying get out of that place because you need to be under a bold minister of the gospel of jesus that is willing to stand and preach the full bible that's where the authority comes from walking in holiness purity righteousness standing for truth talking about the the blood of jesus the cross of calvary repentance this is it and and, and we have to believe if we're going to be praying that god is also hearing our prayers if we just believe hey we're just praying but no one's hearing it the the prayers are just going out there but no one's going to respond why even pray why even pray we, we are praying because we know that we have audience of the God of heaven and earth who sits on the throne of glory, the, the, the Jesus, the Christ, okay? That's our prayers are going to Jesus, the Christ, and we're going to see him respond to those prayers. We're going to see him respond because he responds to the prayer. What does the Bible say? The faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man or woman avails much. I always say woman because when they're saying man there, what their meaning is a person, a person. The faithful, fervent prayers of a person avails much. That's, that's basically what it means there when it says the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man. Is when we pray, God is going to move and respond to the prayers of the righteous. And so we can't, if we're praying and we don't believe he's going to respond, there's no, I mean, we might as well just not even pray. And there's a lot of people, and I will say this, and I'm not saying this in judgment. I'm not saying this to judge or condemn you. I'm saying it in love. But there's a lot of people who call themselves Christians, and I believe many of them are Christians, that have allowed fear to take root in your heart, that have allowed this discouragement. I mean, I, I see Christians that are walking in depression, oppression. That is a spirit. You need to take authority over it. Say, depression, leave in the name of Jesus. Oppression, leave in the name of Jesus. You know, start praying and declaring and decreeing. Get in your prayer closet. Get on your knees. When it's quiet, go out on a, on a road where there's nobody. Start praying, interceding. God is going to respond. He's going to speak to you. He's going to fill you with his Holy Spirit. He's going to give you the peace that passes understanding. He's going to give you div divine understanding and direction. And it's going to just be a game changer for you. So people say, well, Pastor Todd, how do you do this? Or how do you do it? Or you have all this warfare and all these people attacking you and all these different things. I Trust me, that, those are all true statements. But the reason why I'm able to do it and it's, it's really, I'm just sharing with you I, is because it's not about, I'm not special, you know, I'm not like better than anybody. It has nothing to do with that. What this is about is, is that I made a decision like the prophet Isaiah and, and said to the Lord, send me, I'll go. And he responds to the prayers of the righteous. And you know, that's what he's doing. He's responding. He said, okay, this guy's willing. I'm going to send him. I'm going to, I'm going to anoint him. And it's all the Lord. And, 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 and here's the thing, he will do the same for you. You may not have the exact same calling, but whatever God's called you to do, he's gonna anoint you and set you out and equip you to do the mission that he's, he's made you for. And you say, well, I'm just a brand new Christian or I don't know what you know, Pastor Todd, or I don't know the Bible. But that's where the Bible says, study yourself to be approved before men. Get in the word of God, get to know what the word says, you know, be a truth seeker and, uh, and God is gonna equip you and send you out and it's going to be more than you ever imagined. It's going to, I mean, this journey is so wild, guys. I'll tell you, I mean, I can't even tell you how much happens that I'm just like, my mind is blown. My mind is blown. So I'm just like, is this really happening? But yes, God is a God of miracles in the middle of our challenges, in the middle of all this crazy stuff that we're seeing in the world. 
God wants to move. In fact, he waits, sometimes he waits for this very type of season where it seems so negative and you're like, oh my gosh. He Sometimes he waits for the worst time to move in the best way. And I believe many of you, that's what's gonna happen in your life is, is that it seems, you know, don't pay attention to all the negative in our world right now, but instead, what is God saying? What is God doing? What is he doing in your life? What does he wanna do in your life? He wants to move. He wants to move on your behalf. And he wants to do something so powerful. And if you if you gotta get healed, don't be embarrassed. If you need healing, my goodness, face it. Face your fears and, and, and let that, that, that junk, you know, because we all have it, let it come up and get it out. You know, get it out. Confess your sin. Confess your challenges. Get it out and let the Lord do a, a house cleaning. That's what he wants to do. He wants to do a house cleaning right now. And it's going to be so powerful. Your life will never be the same. It frees you. It takes the shackles off. It takes, you know, people will try to accuse you of different things. Look at Mike Lindell. The guy wrote a book about how he was a crack addict. Okay. They, look what God's done in his life. You know, and I understand because I have a, a similar type of testimony. But you know what? He's using, he's calling the misfits. He's calling the people that they said, you'll never win. You'll never, you'll fail. Those are the people that God is calling in this time. He's putting together a misfit army of unlikely people. And guess when he did that before? He did it before when he was in the flesh here on earth, fully man and fully God, walking in the natural, but also still God, Jesus Christ. When he was here, who did he put together? He put together all the worst types of people. You know, I mean, think about Mary Magdalene. Come on, right? He was, these are people that would, they probably never would have thought, but God saw her as, 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 a, as a daughter of the king and redeemed and restored her life. And he will do the same for you. And so by gosh, it is time. There has been a season. We, some of us have waited for the right time. When's going to be the right time? And you're waiting and you're waiting. And I'm just going to tell you right now, it's now. The, the preacher is telling you the time is now. Here it is. This is the time. If you've been waiting for a sign, here's your sign. If you're watching this today and you're like, I'm waiting for a sign. I'm, here's your sign. Step up today. Let's do this. We're with you. God is with you. There's a remnant army that's with you. He's with you even till the end of the age. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He's raised you up for a time as this. I'm excited. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is what's happening. It's the beginning of a powerful revival in our nation. We're going to see people that are sick, healed. We're going to see the lame walk. We're going to see the blind see. We're going to see healing and signs and wonders and miracles. And it is that time. It's coming like a mighty rushing wind, like an Acts chapter 2. I hope you are ready and don't miss what God is going to do. There's going to be some people that are, you know, not believing or whatever. Let them do whatever they want to do. But you press in, step into the river. Step into the anointing of the living God and see what he does in your life. It's going to be so powerful. You're going to be like, wow, I can't believe what he's done. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I'm about to get out of my car and just dance around the car for a second. <laughs> Woo. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm sorry that I'm not in my normal broadcast studio, but there's all different things that we're involved in right now. And so uh, I think it was an important day. God is moving and uh, we're going to just see so many amazing things in the next couple of months. I think it's going to blow all of our minds at what God's about to do. I'm telling you, it's going to blow all of our minds. Don't get up, you know, caught up in the weeds. Don't get caught up in the discouragement. Step ahead in victory and know who you are in Christ. You are created for a time as this. His promise is yes and amen. Hope in the future. That's what he's going to